0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hey, it's Covino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires,
2: like the highly consumer-rated Rettestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to
1: tirerack.com/sports. That's tirerack.com/sports. tirerack.com. The way tire
0: buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
3: podcast. Is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board.
1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes
3: everything.
4: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio.
3: Well, let's start with those Tennessee Titans. They go on the road. 28-16 victory over the Rams. Ryan Tannehill outplaying Matthew Stafford by a long shot in this one.
4: Now, Tannehill has been one of the critics, especially the analytics critics, darling. Uh, now the debate has been, is it just cause of the play action? And the old school was you got to establish the run. Well, what the advanced analytics people say is no, 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 no. As long as that run is a possibility, they're going to have to account for it. And that's the play action works. But when you have the best running back, perhaps, you know, you could make the case. And I mean, what, what is it? Adrian Peterson in his prime, and Henry, and I mean, there's really no other conversation. Is there for any extended period of time? I mean, we're not talking fantasy and Tomless. I'm saying a back that's winning your games, winning your playoff games. Those are the two, right? That's it. And then in the prior century, Barry Sanders, or in prior, dec- I guess, century, but yeah, in the 90s, um, Barry Sanders and Emmitt, all right? That's about it. And so Henry's one of the four best backs of the last 30 years? I think that's fair to I say. You make an argument for you. Yeah. How do you argue against it? Who else you putting in there? I think Tomlinson to say oh, he's just God. a fantasy
3: guy is kind no, no, of. No, I'm not saying him.
4: he. I'm saying it was what a two and a half year. I mean, it was a flash. He, if we're talking high heights, maybe, but if we're talking any extended period of time, yeah. okay. But what I'm saying is one of the best of the last thirty years, and able in the most dominant by far, and the only real dominant back. That isn't about catching passes as a big chunk of it in the modern era. If you say from 2011 on, and say if all you could have was this back running the ball, no who, pass catching. Who? Yeah, meaning if it just it was not considered. We're ranking by running. Who's number two? It's if they're so far behind. It's not even you know they think they're in first. So when you lose that guy, when you lose Henry, now the question is, well, wait a minute, Tannehill. He's that guy that got run out of Miami, right? And we know Adam Gase isn't so good in theory, but Darnold maybe looks worse now. So maybe Gase wasn't so bad. Uh, Maybe Henry was the change. And you know what? I probably was leaning that way. Not that Tannehill was bad, that he was probably an average quarterback. He's looked way above average because that play action with Henry is a lot more of a threat it just is, but he played. It's one game, but amazingly well, relatively, and it was a total domination. The Arizona Cardinals. Speaking of total. What's your domination, take on that game?
3: I, I, I was wildly impressed. I mean, obviously, I I thought the Rams would win that game. I thought that the number was was getting inflated, but I thought it was going to be one of those games where maybe the Rams got out in front, and the the Titans said, you know what? Let's just use this opportunity to kind of tinker and didn't, see didn't what we, we are.
4: Didn't we say that's not what NFL NFL teams are trying to play every game? They're trying now. They get flat just out of human, net, but it's not a choice. I don't think they sit and and, and touch their beard and say maybe we should take today. I just think they go, man, and I mean in a weird way. That's one of the beauty. I'm I'm happy they don't do because in the NBA where it feels more strategic, I hate that,
3: right? And, and really, the, that game early on, the Rams were were really controlling the you know the Titans' offense. And then Matt Stafford started to make mistakes and gave them momentum and the Rams never got it back. They threw a near pick six that quickly turned into a touchdown, threw another immediate pick six, and they were just they were dead in the water at that point.
4: And if you think about it, isn't that the open question with Stafford? Is on any given play, his talent, he was the first pick in the draft for a reason. His tenacity, he's a tough player, all good. But is he a winner? A lot of guys are going to say there is no such thing as a winner. People win because they play well if they have the right coach and if they have the right teammates. I don't know. Michael Jordan I thought was a winner. And Tom you, Brady seems like a winner. You don't win every time. I agree. You don't win every time. But is Stafford a winner? Maybe he is. Because if you think about in the NBA, when you think about um, – uh, I'm having a mental block. The Minnesota he went to the Saudis. Ke- Kevin Garnett. Garnett. I was thinking Durant. Kevin Garnett was what? What was he? A loser in Minnesota? At least he was perceived to be, and then he became an ultimate winner, one of the ultimate winners in Boston. So I, I don't, I'm not saying Stafford can't be that. I'm saying he hasn't proven himself to be that yet. And this game is an example of the downside potential, I think, that the unanswered questions with Stafford.
3: Yeah, I also think Stafford's not a guy who's used to, who's not used to having everything on his shoulders. And sometimes it, it, on this team that's a much better team than he's ever played with, mm. he's still taking Trying un- to do too much. unnecessary risks when you've got the better team is a great way to, to, to blow it. All
4: right, I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of
3: Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3
0: p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: pick between 2 and 6 players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings,
1: the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW Show. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW CRSHOW only on DraftKings Pick 6
2: Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L, dot com, promo code C R Show. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code C R Show.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
3: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
0: Terms and conditions apply.
3: The 49ers lose badly at home against the Arizona Cardinals, 31 to (sighs) 17.
4: Distant cousin Kyle. How you feel, (laughs) Mackenzie?
3: In life generally great. About the 49ers, not so (laughs) hot.
4: Okay, so we've been doing this every week. Now's the time. A lot of people said don't do it. Mackenzie who knows if he can handle it? Mental health is important. <laughs> Rank the five rookie quarterbacks. Shout out to Calvin Ridley and Lane Johnson for protecting their mental health. to take a couple. Don't be snarky. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're trying to distract. I want to hear five, five words out of your mouth, which is the order from five to one that you would pick the number one. The quarterbacks that went in the first round if we drafted today.
3: All right. Five to four. Five to one. Wilson, Fields, Lawrence,
4: Lance Jones. Whoa! Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The first time the guy that can't even make the field isn't number one.
3: Trevor Lawrence beats the Bills and he's still behind Trey Lance. Now <laughs>
4: nine points. Now is it
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. That's more than Trey scored
4: this week. Oh. Now, now here's the question though. Is it seems like Cousin Cow is starting to he's starting to feel the heat. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's snapping a piece. I mean, usually the coach will say, um, I have to do better. You know, like, let's be candid. LaFleur said a lot of right things about Jordan Love and about that. You know, I got to do better. I got to. It was like cousin Kyle said, and for new listeners, Mackenzie Rivers, first cousins biologically with Kyle Shanahan, Uncle Mike, as he calls Mike Shanahan. So here's the thing he's a fan. Uh, a sycophant, some would say. But but the fact of the matter is that it feels like Cousin Cow, who let's be candid, his dad was a big NFL head coach. He was a really smart kid. You know, he looks like someone he has I don't know his personal life. Doesn't seem like he's faced a ton of adversity. If adversity is, oh, you made a million and a half as the offensive coordinator and you almost won the Super Bowl, if you know, if that's adversity, yes. But man, oh man! It seemed like he was turning on his own team. Did you hear those quotes when he? I mean, it I was, did. Not good. I, did, I, I don't think you hear coaches talk like that.
3: Listen, and I, I think maybe he's trying to deflect because
4: he had a really De- deflect, awful game. Deflect? You mean away from him, his own play. Away from his the own. Opposite blame. of what you're supposed to do. Yes. You know what I think? I think there's probably eight or ten good coaches in the league. And otherwise, they should all be coordinators. But, but but someone has to be the head coach. And I think Kyle Shanahan's. you know, by what these smart people tell me that really know the X's and O's, watch the coaches tape every game, is Kyle Shanahan's one of the top five offensive minds in football. And I have no reason to doubt that. But being a head coach, Mike Tomlin is not a top five defensive mind. He was like the Minnesota Vikings defensive coordinator like for one year before he got hired. He's a CEO, and if you can have a Belichick that can be both, I don't think he's coming around anymore. <laughs> and it's funny because I started hearing a lot of love for Belichick this week. It wasn't the you know the nine Super Bowls or whatever. It was this you know. It's like. Yeah, he can stop seeing He's pretty good. Yeah, he, yeah, but that's the funny thing. There's the flavors of the month all the time, and then there's the – and we'll see what Kyle ends up being. The guy was one play away pretty much from winning a Super Bowl.
3: Kyle Shanahan said something that made me think he's a better coordinator than a head coach. Josh Norman got a personal foul. He's on the bench for a good chunk of the game. And Kyle Shanahan in the postgame press conference said, you know, he was out for a while. It wasn't my call whether or not he was back in
4: you're the head coach of the football team whose call is that but if i mean but i I bet there's a better way to say that but i think in general but here's the thing when you feel like you're under siege and that's the thing there's a a great movie and it's gotten to be a while since it came out under siege steven seagal no that's a good movie (laughs) true it's called it's called the right stuff and it was about the astronauts and the space race. You ever see it? I've not. Oh my gosh. It was considered, I think Ebert had it as the second or third best movie of the 80s. Okay. The entire 80s. Uh, if you haven't seen the right stuff, it's great. Tom Wolf, Tom uh, Tom Wolf, Thomas Wolf, wrote the book and he wrote B- Bonfire of the Vanities. A lot of people know that book. The Electric Kool-Aid Acid Test. Mackenzie probably knows that one. And <laughs> and I read the right stuff in it talked about how the astronauts training attempted to put pressure on the astronauts in every possible way. So if there was any flaw, if there was any weakness, it would rip and expose itself. And to me, when things are going well, there's a lot of people that can do a job when things aren't is the real challenge. We'll see, right? When Belichick, when things aren't going well, what does he do? He deadpans everything mm, 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 like that. And then he's on to Cincinnati. He, but again, he got fired in Cleveland. And if I'm not mistaken, Belichick is older today. Oh, I'm check that. Belichick was older when he got hired for the Cleveland job than I think Kyle is now. I mean, if not, they're right. that I mean, because he was in his like he was like 43. How old's Kyle? Kyle, I believe, is forty one, and Belichick took that job with Cleveland at forty two, right around the same age. So think about this. Cow isn't even the age that Belichick was when he coached his first head coach game. So it doesn't mean he can't evolve, but it's one of those things about these young coaches. They don't have experience. You know, they have experience on the computer, which can be a big difference. They don't have experience in real life. It's like Doyle Brunson versus one of the computer kids. Computer kid might know the math a little better. Brunson has done it for 56 years. Is it an easy win either way? No, but they're both got something to recommend them. And to me, I love Sean. I mean, to this day, I think it's Belichick. Now, Andy Reid, we got to see what his mental state is, but okay, And then Sean Payne. And then you start thinking maybe about some younger guys. In my opinion, does that sound right to you?
3: I think John Harbaugh deserves to be in that conversation too. Uh,
4: he almost, I don't know.
3: They are, he's always yeah, you, got you, that you're team. You're probably in
4: it. right. He's a CEO. He's the best. Him and Tomlin's the best of the CEO coaches.
3: You I know, think Pete Carroll's in that group too, with those three or with those
4: two. See, I think the listen. Pete Carroll is certainly a top 15 or 18 coach. You know, better than average, I'd say. But I do think the analytics people that think his game management's about as bad as it gets, you know, when he runs, when he passes, when he goes for it, when he kicks field goals, game might have passed him by. To the point where he would have been fifth or sixth and now he's maybe 15th. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I tell you this, I mean, have they overperformed any years since they lost the Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't know. And again, maybe Russell Wilson's not that good. We don't know what we think. We know. Let's quickly go over the last one.
3: Yeah, well, we did know that the Cowboys won last week without Dak. They proved all the doubters wrong then. This week they've got Dak. Obviously, they're going to roll over the Broncos who send off Von Miller. Not the case. Cowboys non competitive. Broncos 30, Cowboys 16 in this one.
4: You know, I thought you were going to say, I guess we knew that it at worst would be a tight game because RJ had his best bet on Denver. <laughs> I mean, what do I, let, let me ask you a question what do I have to do? To get a little love. From you. From dude, you. <laughs> you've
3: got it from me. And I knew this week especially, this is the week that you could come in with your chest puffed out because – You mean because last week I had
4: another sweep
3: the board. No, you were awesome
4: last week too. You, you've been, <laughs> Two weeks in a row you've been on top of every game. I, you know, I listen, I wasn't seeing it earlier. I'm not saying – listen, I'm not saying I'm not going to lose some bad – but I feel like I'm seeing it, and that has me excited. That has me excited. And the derivatives too. But here's the thing. In general – these NFL players don't have the emotional swings. You ever been around a guy like, he's like, he looks like, you almost think maybe he was lobotomized at some point, but they're usually like the kind of- Bradbot? <laughs> no, 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 no. The kind of people that don't have any emotions, right? Some people try to drain their emotions from presentation, but you know the type of guy that, remember you saw, um uh, you saw Varsity Blues, yes. right? All right, remember the dude who was like, or uh, well, not even that. L- let's go to the great one, Dazed and Confuse, Right, okay. Days and Confused, a great movie. Is the dude who was like the guy always partying and all that. You know, he was like the the quarterback, Pink Floyd or whatever. He was debating should he sign the paper. Uh, the dude, he, he just wanted a drink. Yeah. Guy decided not to play. He said, "You sure?" He goes, "Yeah." He Goes, "All right." It's like they're you know if their father dies, they're not. It's like they don't even know what happened. It seems like it, it, I I think these NFL players, a lot of them however they get there are like that where you think it's going to bother them they're not even thinking about it you know and you think about brady you know brady does it through discipline maybe others are like that maybe it's just they've been trained that way but in general if you say here's the narrative here's how a normal human would act the nfo guys act that way less than half the time and i think as handicappers we got to remember that Think about the best moment you ever had when you, whatever, your wife said yes to Mary and whatever, you felt like the strongest guy, the most powerful, when you won one of your professional fight or your professional, whatever it was, that's how we should handicap because that's how these players think. And Fez is a brilliant handicapper. But when he starts putting his mentality, it's like, well, they <laughs> got to get fit. home and uh, they got to make sure the wife is happy. Do the dishes. Do the Come d- on. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what world are you in?
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet. The truth, absolute fire, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
5: Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace.
1: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The Buffalo Bills fall to the right, Jacksonville so, Jags.
4: So here's the thing. when they, You like the Bills for some reason. I told you in the preseason, I said, listen, we got one year. We got one year on Josh Allen. Let's wait. You didn't want to wait. No. And they got beat by the Steelers. And you said some excuse. Let's just say excuse X. We'll excuse put, A. A. And then they've had disappointing games. You know, blah, 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 blah. Tennessee, blah, blah, blah. Always an excuse. You had the Bills, the best team in the NFL. I did. Where are they now?
3: They're not the best. Uh, I haven't totally relooked at everything, uh, I, and I would have said, "Well, the Rams are now the best," but that only lasted about two hours. So I, I don't know who the best team is anymore, RJ. I, I, I guess Tampa by default, but I don't have a great feel for who's really good at the top of the pile.
4: Super Bowl odds right now: the Bucks are favored about six to one. Bills are still right there, six to one or so, a little bit higher. Rams eight to one. I like the Rams, and at that number, Cardinals plus eight fifty. I tell you, I was skeptical, but remember, Murray is fragile. Dallas ten to one. Packers ten to one. Ravens eleven to one. Lamar didn't have a good game, but if he can throw—no, he didn't. But if he—if he can throw as well as he did during his high points this year, maybe. But I don't know. That defense looks bad. Chiefs—I mean, Mahomes as bad as ever. If you look after the first drive, they averaged like. Four and a half yards per play. The Chiefs, Titans without Henry. I mean, this is wide open. The Browns at twenty-eight to one interest me. The Browns at twenty-eight to one. That team yesterday is who's who's clearly better than them. The team that was on the field yesterday. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to say. I don't think anyone. is. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. And they're twenty-eight to one. A lot of people are We're talking. We're going to learn
3: a lot about the Browns this weekend. I think.
4: I think they, it was a must-win game. I think we learned a lot.
3: Because I, I, I think the Browns and Patriots are both teams that are trying to get into that class where we consider them real contenders. So that's what
4: I heard Belichick said. He wants A.J. Hoffman to consider him a real contender. <laughs> but, I mean, well, that, Bill that's Belichick's the, long that's cared the about the what I thought. It's the plan of the week. All right, real quick. I'm R.J. Powell. We're straight out of Vegas.